Hey, this is Christina Fernandez. I'm the co-founder of Artist Replete, and here's our story that I'm sharing on the Trep Life podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, at artistreplete.com. We hope you enjoy our story, and remember, some traditions were made to be broken. Entrepreneurship, empowerment, and empathy times history and hip-hop equals Trep Life. Bear time, just reading online. Um, you know, I, I don't own a TV or anything like that because that time I use to try and like read on the website or exercise or spend time with my significant other Christina. Who, who? Getting back to her, I met her through uh, uh, just going out. And uh, I met her when I had the idea, and she kind of motivated me uh, to do it. That's kind of how it was, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much how it went. Yeah. And it's my understanding that you know, both of you were models and, at one. Um, when you when you're coming up with an idea and and you're spending money, it's an emotional thing. Um, you know, the so have you know founders, they have other things, but. Uh, I didn't really uh, have anyone who knew about art in my life or who wanted to build something with me. So um, it kind of became my partner. I told her, you know, if you want to do this with me, uh, it's going to be hard to do it alone. And she kind of has been the backbone of this operation as it's evolved. And I think that uh, there's this big stigma in entrepreneurship or in working for yourself or creating your own thing that uh, you can't date when you do it or dating is hard. We do it. I think just all depends on the type of person, and they need to be understanding uh, of of what you're going to try and do for the next, you know, years of your life. Uh, and you need to be understanding that they're going to try and be there for you as much as they, they can. But they they have, you know, they have their own world as well. So uh, Christina was amazing to to be able to live in my world as I just built this thing in the past three years. Kept still building it today, and it's still growing, and it's growing faster now. And、uh, it's been with her support that、uh, I've been able to really take it to the next step, you know. And、uh, and and yeah, that's just kind of how things are right now. But、uh, getting back to、uh, where the story was, where we left off at, with、uh, my man Jay Jaggers, he put the final touches on, on the website and、uh, and. And the whole idea was born, and I searched out artists. I went on to social media, and I, I just messaged different artists, and I messaged、uh, artists that I, I liked their work,、uh, and I figured out how am I going to pick an artist? How's this whole thing going to work? I created my own system,、um, and I don't necessarily want go go through all my secret sauce, but、uh, right, but.、Uh, I, I think it's important、um, when you have your own business that you have to、uh, edit yourself. You have to have your idea, and you have to just make sure your idea is kept under control. So, I made sure that everything. If I had a huge idea, I'd like would say, okay, that's going to be year three or year four. But I need to do this, this, and this, and this to get there. And I, I always try to give myself a reality check, and I still do today. You know, because when you're spending. You know, money on a regular basis, and money's not coming in right away. You're gonna have this this feeling like I don't know, this is not a good idea. But if you have the foresight, where you, you say to yourself, 
if I do this for this long, uh, this amount of time, and then nothing happens, maybe then I can reconsider it. But if I do it for this long, maybe three, four years, and things actually I can visually see them grow, I think you should stick with this. And that is like a realistic goal to have for yourself. People, like a, they look at creating a company and they have very sometimes unrealistic goals like year two, year three, I'm gonna be six figures. Like behind the scenes, you're gonna have to work tons of hours. You're gonna probably go through periods of time where there's Uh, uh, a very niche uh, type people because not the food you know everyone really have to love it that much extra for it to work so that's just kind of been what it's about but uh, I think I'm going to take a, a short like maybe 15 second pause and just have a little water uh, as you uh, maybe ask the next question. Okay. Well, I actually have a question I want to direct towards Christina. Okay. She's okay. right here. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast as well. Um, I want to know what your initial thoughts were when Matt was just in the more idea phase when he was sharing his vision for you of what artist artist replete is becoming now so um to be completely honest i think when he first brought up the idea it was like wow that's amazing let's do this you know i was excited because i've been so used to the whole cookie cutter like i went to college you know i applied for my jobs like i did it the way we're supposed to do it so being around someone who kind of you know never went to college and who had this dream that he wanted to make like a reality it was actually I was all for it I just didn't realize how difficult you know the whole journey would be um but to this day I'm still excited to see where Archie Fleet's gonna be going um but yeah I remember when he first brought it up it was like 2016 I'm pretty sure and it was in a computer lounge at the um, Amley Lofts in South Loop and he was like I think I want to start my own art business and I was like okay that sounds great let's do it and then um, from there, he just came up with the name Artist Replete, and he's grown the entire thing. So, um, yeah, it was the feelings of excitement. And um, there was a little bit of nervous, too, just because I didn't know what to expect in this whole thing. But um, mostly excitement. Okay. How have you seen him change? And how have you seen yourself change? from just throughout like since artist replete or like when he was in the club because i was also a part of that whole transition no, too. <laughs> let's talk about it all <laughs> why not yeah. right? we're here now. yeah so um let's start off well we first met actually um el jefe on a sunday so for those of you who know el jefe sundays are the most happy is my favorite <laughs> yeah exactly Guilty. and i will never forget i actually um such a romantic story, by the way. We're meeting at a club. I wish I could say, like, oh, I met her at this very high-end uh, uh, wine tasting. But no, no. me and her, we met at a, at a Sunday Fun Day club. club. <laughs> That's the story of our era, dude. Like, we met everyone at clubs. Like, that's just what it is. That's what we have to tell the grandkids. Yeah, and I, I think um, with, uh, as you're developing your life and as you're 
getting older and, and you have these moments where you're like, I'm not really sure what I want to do. Uh, I, I, I want more out of life. I think networking is key. Obviously, it doesn't need to be at a club, but you need to put yourself out there. You need to meet people with different ideas, different opinions into different things and just see how, how, how you react to that, how you feel about that. And it, you know, it's because of all of the networking that it triggered something in my brain where I heard someone say, I need some help selling art that I went online and looked at stuff and and that that's what triggered it. So it's conversations just never never underestimate a good conversation because it, it could just change your thought process and motivate you and, and your life can take a, a turn. A good conversation can be transformative. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And and Most I don't definitely. go I don't go out a lot these days at all. But um, you know, in when I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my with my life, uh, those were kind of the pinnacle moments that that uh, defined like where I'm at right now is the networking. Um, so if you're ever in a life, if you don't ever in a moment in your life and you don't really know where to go next or what to do, um, I would try and just network, uh, go to any sort of networking event. You know, heck, go to a bowling alley. I, I you'd be surprised. Uh, just network, talk to people, meet new people, put yourself in different surroundings, because that is like the key to me uh, for for you know lighting the match that can start the flame. Absolutely. Well, Christina, giving the mic back to you. <laughs> um, so to start off, yes, met at El Jefe on a Sunday. Um, I just graduated college and my girlfriends are like, you don't have a job yet. It doesn't start until Monday. Let's go out. And I was like, all right, fine. Why not? Right. So I walk into Happy just in jeans and a sweater. Didn't expect a club on a Sunday. Uh, to me, I was just like, I've never been. So it was my first time ever. And um, I remember walking in with my girlfriends and um, the bouncer actually came up to me and he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know my friend sent a glass of champagne to you. And I looked up and, it, and of course, Matthew gave me a little like cheers. But with me being smart and sober, <laughs> I didn't even drink it. I actually um, took it and put it down and I left it because, I mean, these days you never know what's in your drink, right? right. So <laughs> I left it there. And then I continued to go out with my girlfriends, you know, had more drinks, had some shots. And I guess as the liquid started flowing, I was like, all right, I think I can have that champagne now. So I went back and the champagne was still there. Now, if you didn't think it was roofied before, it's for sure roofied now. <laughs> so I drank the non-roofied champagne. Um, that thankfully, I, I think um, Matthew mentioned that his, uh, he told me that his friend was actually watching the glass. So I went back, had the champagne, and I told my girlfriend, I was like, what happened to that cute guy? Looked around, I was like, I can't find this guy anymore. And then as I was um, walking around, he was actually walking out. And then he gave me his business card. The first thought that I had was, first of all, who gives me business card these days? You know, I, me just graduating college, I'm like, people give me their Facebook or their number. And I remember I had the business card and I just put it in my pocket and I did the whole, let me wait three days before I contact him thing classic <laughs> so I did it the right way and then uh, that's where it all began and um, I'd have to say the transition so the whole nightclub scene um, transitioning into the you know artist or business I would say it was 
it was hard for me because I did have a nine to five job and dating Matthew during the days where he was a, um, you know, VIP host at the nightclubs, I would go out on Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. So I would stay out to like That's three or four. It, it was exhausting. And I would hate waking up in the morning, going to work. I'm exhausted just hearing <laughs> that from you. Like, wow. Yeah, wow. Looking back at that, I'm, I'm tired too, just hearing about that. Yeah. I'm tired too of just hearing about it again. <laughs> you deserve an award for that. That's tough. It, it was tough, but like, I think, you know, I really liked him and not just that, I was enjoying it. Like having the bottles coming out, the table service. And then I felt like a hero. Like I'd go to work and be like, yeah, I just went out and I only slept three hours. Not realizing how unhealthy my lifestyle was, right? Yeah. But <laughs> my worst... Like I'm someone that sleeps five hours a day and even just hearing you say that, it's just like, uh, wow. Wait, so you only sleep five hours now? Yeah. Like for most of my, well, since I've been like 16, 17, I've, I only do like five hours. Oh my goodness. I, I need like a solid seven or eight now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a seven <laughs> or eight as well. I'm like, yeah. I, I think that's crucial, but it, it seems like you have uh, almost adapted so your body is trained to handle that much sleep at this point. Yeah, I think I, I read an article about uh, Michael Jordan. Now he had only slept like four hours in his whole adult life. And I was like, OK, if I want to be the best, then something, some psycho reason I did it like that. Yeah. Hey, whatever gets you up in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. And then being an entrepreneur, you know, you always say you don't have a uh, you're not on a set schedule. You're from an eyes open to eyes closed schedule. So. Yeah, no, completely understand. Like, I mean, living with Matthew, he doesn't have, yeah, a schedule. It's like 24 hours, you know, nap throughout throughout the day, stay up late sometimes, wake up earlier, sometimes wake up late. It's it's all different. So, um, but yeah, my word, I remember the biggest thing I hated was I would wake up in the morning getting ready to go to work. And my job at this time, I was a social worker. So I had to be there like eight o'clock and I would wake up and Matthew would be like, all right, I'm going to sleep in for a few more hours. And I was like, don't worry about me. I'm just going to go head on to work as I'm hungover. Right. <laughs> and this is like your first real job in life, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so she, she had like double the challenge as if your this first is how real you job. the corporate workforce. <laughs> yeah, like a, her fail rate was real high, but she still succeeded. And that's how I knew. I was like, yeah, this girl is special. Special. She, like, a, I remember my first few jobs. I remember working at a coffee shop uh it was called like beansters or something like that <laughs> and i remember showing up late a few times and then boom i was fired you know so i couldn't even imagine what she went through looking back i think i drank like eight cups of coffee a day and i just remember putting on makeup so i didn't look like i just partied the night before <laughs> drinking red bulls and coffee yep exactly talking to my clients trying to act like i was sober it was good times not sure <laughs> Not sure if you're going to fall asleep or have a heart attack. One of the two. (laughs) Well, it got me here now, right? (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so that transition was tough in the beginning. It was really hard going out all the time. But I think it also was nice, not just the whole networking, as Matthew mentioned earlier. But um, we got all the partying out of us to the point where, I mean, I'm 26. I'm still young. (laughs) But I even now, I don't go out as much. And I mean, one, not only, I think the party scene is really, it's like when you're single, it's more fun, you know? Um, But not just that, to add, 
Yeah, I just want to add, I think it's also really important. Uh, we all have these phases in life, and that's a big one I think a lot of people have, is this urge to go out, mingle, drink, and all that stuff. And, you know, I have some friends that I know who never did that in their 20s and 30s, and they're doing their 40s now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, but um, I think you need to time it out right because yeah. you don't want to be, you know, old, now you're older in life and you're out there partying. So for me personally I, I got all that stuff out in my 20s uh, and I'm like just totally over all that stuff now I have no interest whatsoever I mean I'll go out to like a lounge or a little bar um, and not to say that any of those things are bad but uh, those are the the things that can slow you down in business tremendously and you really have to just choose how you want to spend your time because those oh, like moments of being hung over you know, the, those can add up to weeks and those weeks can add up to months. And then if you get back all that time, you can work a lot faster, create things a lot, you know, a lot smoother and have a lot less bumps in the road. So health uh, is, it's crucial when you're, when you're trying to create a business or- Health is wealth. Exactly, yeah. it is. But um, I stole the mic from Christina, so I'm gonna <laughs> pass her back the mic, MC Christina. He's a mic thief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shame on you, Matthew. Right, right. I know, right? <laughs> Go drink your Gatorade. Um, so, but yeah, um, then the transition, um, you know, to entrepreneurship with Matthew's life, it was, it was easy in the beginning because I didn't know what to expect. I was very open-minded and I think that dating an entrepreneur you have to be open-minded um I think that you know a lot of people think that you need to go to school you need to get a job which is great nothing against it at all I went to school I got a job right away but being an entrepreneur is a whole different ballpark you know and and um I didn't know what to expect like his hours changed you know and his mentality changed and it's, it's a lot of ups and, ups and downs, you know, building a business. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. Sometimes I come home and I'm like, is he going to be cranky today or is he in a good mood? So it's, I think it's a lot of patience, you know, back to this whole cliche saying love is patient. It is very patient, especially when dating an entrepreneur. And um, I think we're doing it smart as well with our relationship because right now I have a full-time job. So on rainy days, you know, if he's, his business is like, he has to put all his money into his business and it's just like not doing so well this month. Then at least like I'm there to support him and then vice versa. So, um, the transition has been difficult, but I think that throughout the years we have found an understanding and we built this like strong platform, um, to kind of, you know, help us get to where we're at now. So would you ever consider becoming an entrepreneur um, yourself or do you consider yourself an entrepreneur now with your role with Artists Replete? I don't want to say I'm 100% an entrepreneur because okay. I don't want to say I built something from nothing because that's what I, you know, that's what I believe it is. But I, I do believe I'm a partner. Like I do, I do a lot of the behind the scenes work like I'm the one I think I'm his therapist sometimes <laughs> and then you know all like the driving and putting things together in the background I do help with as well so um but yeah to answer your question no I'm not I don't consider myself an entrepreneur but do I want to become one yes um after seeing Matthew build 
artist replete it has motivated me to want to do something for myself where i can say this is my brand this is christina fernandez i just haven't found that yet and i know it's going to come you know in time i just don't want to rush it as well because i try sometimes i'll sit down and i'm like i can do this and then i'm like no i don't want to do that for the rest of my life and i'm like okay i'm gonna do this and i'm like nah i don't want to do that either <laughs> so i'm like I-, I think my time will come it just i haven't found what really sparks my interest yet where i can see myself doing it for my whole entire life right um, and I-, I think that's part of the process too um I think you can get into certain endeavors and maybe you only want to do that for three years, you know, and then it makes way for the next endeavor. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think the process is, um, it's fun. You know, you kind of enjoy the journey and it's like every entrepreneur, I feel like they're like, oh, I came up with this idea while hiking somewhere or doing something random. You know what I mean? So it's like for Matthew's instance, you know, he was at a club and his one of his clients over here asked about him and art and that's how it happened so i just feel like everybody's own journey is pretty exciting and i'm excited to see what mine will be to be honest with you definitely and, and i think um whether it's you going ex- extending or expanding your role with artist replete or just doing a completely new venture um i think that you're going to find great success with it and you're going to be able to use this time um to cut through a lot of uncertainty that comes with entrepreneurship absolutely and i appreciate that thanks yeah and one thing that i've realized on this is she's getting a lot of cheat codes to <laughs> to create her own company that, absolutely that much faster so when she's ready to do it i told her um you know let me get artists replete at, at a stage where it's constantly making money while i'm sleeping um even though it's not about making money but to a point where it's it's stable to a, to an extreme extent where I don't need to pay attention to it uh, for a few days and it's still like turning its wheels very fast and I told her when that happens you know I'll, I will be your assistant in whatever you want to create if you want to create something um, so yeah but uh, she's getting definitely a lot of cheat codes on, on how to make this all work and how to do it faster because for me I'm only three years into this company and it has a long way to go but it's making leaps and bounds this year um and uh she's seen all the ups and downs and if you know exactly what you're you're doing when you're going into it it, you can create things twice as fast you know reading reading some of like the the, the, anytime you can limit the setbacks or missteps you're going to excel so yeah and reading about you know some of the top uh entrepreneurs like people like you know bezos and things like that i think like year two or year three was already making millions and that's because he's extremely smart and had a plan of how he was uh going to do it all and uh for me i'm creating something that exists but it doesn't exist in the way that i'm creating it so i didn't really know what angle uh, i was going to take i was i just kind of started building the blocks and when some blocks would break i would add more blocks and and then it's just creating a foundation and learn how to make the foundation stronger and then continue from there and that's for me it's uh having any formal uh, education you know trial and error is everything um and just don't throw out too many chips because i think that's a huge thing when there's people making companies is they make you know big bets they'll put a, a lot of money into an idea and if it fails then there's all their money and there's a huge emotional thing so I've been building it bit by bit you know for the past three years 
Definitely. Okay, Christina, I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay, with your background as a college graduate Mm -hmm. and um, you're working in the workforce now in corporate America, what have you seen that you feel like from those uh, institutions, right, um, that has prepared you for entrepreneurship? Um, Well, I think the one thing, um, when I I graduated with a degree in psych, so I initially wanted to become a therapist. That's what I graduated and I wanted to do after college. However, um, so yeah, my first job was as a social worker, loved it, it was great. However, I'm very emotional. and I get really attached and I got really attached to my clients so like I really was taking their problems and making it mine like I didn't know how to leave work at work and it just became so heavy to like no I didn't know how to leave my work at work I kept bringing it home with me so welcome to the Trep Life Podcast we will dive into the immersive worlds of entrepreneurship, empowerment, and empathy with an emphasis of hip-hop culture. All of these concepts will be dissected and connected via a historic lens, so prepare for an engaging transformation. Just a friendly reminder, if you are experiencing value and insight from Trep Life, support the movement by liking, subscribing, and sharing the podcast. You are instrumental in our impact and influence on the world. Reviews are greatly appreciated because they help the podcast grow. Here at Trep Life, we wish you peace and vision on your journey. Trep Life Tribe, my Trep Stars, my apologies for being late with Monday's episode. Um, Tuesday's episode will be on time. Um, just to be honest, I'm dealing with the immense amount of pain. Uh, something is going on with my shoulder and extending all the way to my arm. Maybe my rotator cuff. I have an appointment to get that checked out tomorrow. Um, tomorrow being Tuesday or tomorrow being today, I guess, actually. Um, don't mean to rant. Don't mean to ramble. Uh, just giving you an update. Um, so we will be within the series five parter for the week. Um, where it was a great conversation, uh, between the three of us. Um, we're both just such phenomenal, insightful people. Super, um, happy to have them on the podcast. Definitely want to have them back and, uh, do more projects with or in, in collaborations with, Artist Replete, um, and the co-founders being Christina Fernandez and Matthew Moore. Um, Chris, I really like this episode because um, Christina, we really get to see Christina's personality come out, and uh, she's very vibrant and funny, and um, yeah, you, you just see her. She's full of life, positive energy, and you sense that in her responses, and just the rapport the three of us created um so i think you'll really enjoy this episode it was really hard to edit um only for the simple fact the conversation was just flowing and i usually like to um edit at points where the 
Um, I like to edit at like good transition points. Um, I like I usually don't like to leave uh, it on a question being asked right in the process. She's right in the middle of her response. And when the episode ends, um, I just really couldn't see a better place for um, us to transition to wrap up uh, this part of the episode um if you have better suggestions then i'd love to hear them i'm all for it um but yeah so this is episode two of five uh hope to enjoy oh and i'm a jerk um i forgot to mention that it was the coupon queen pin herself that helped me develop um this new release schedule for uh trap live so shout out to the cqp moments host the coupon queen pin herself and my friend uh really appreciate you and we will have her on the podcast um soon so you guys should be very excited for that look out for that episode and i will check in with you later Hello, everybody. My name is Kendra Nalwega Booker. I am super excited to be in this episode of Trip Life today. So thank you so much, Pete, for this awesome opportunity. Um, I look forward to sharing a little bit of my background. I'm an African immigrant who speaks multiple languages from Uganda, Rwanda, and just pretty much the um, East African area. So I'm very excited to talk about that and my interests that um, inspired me to study linguistics as an undergraduate. Right now, I'm currently working on my doctorate in curriculum and instruction, and I have two concentrations, language and literacy and technology. So I'm very interested in um, doing work in the future with education, technology and language. Um, But for now, I'm super excited to be on this podcast and feel free to follow me on social media. I'm Afrikendra08 on Twitter and Instagram, and it's just Kendra on Facebook, Kendra Booker. Thank you. Bye bye.